It is episode number 88 of The Space in Between, and today we are going to be sitting with Jean Marie, who is one of my very first guests on episode 9, and here we are at 88. So it'll be really wonderful to see what she's been up to these past couple of years and, and her new offering of reading the Vedic astrology natal charts that you too can be a part of and get your chart read. She'll tell you how to do that at the end of this episode. Um, yes, and and I share a little bit about my experience and she shares her journey of how she found her way to reading, reading charts. Uh, but yeah, what else is happening is she's actually one of our, she's kind of kicking off this new healer circle um, at Nomad Land, where we're featuring a different healer of the week. So each week, these podcasts will be interviews with different healers sharing their journeys to to their own healing journey, but then also how they found their way to the modality that they're sharing with the world. So that's going to be happening right now. It's starting right now. And we have some other things happening that we're getting ready for the fall. My uh, Movement 109's Who Are We Becoming? Jonathan, our guest last week, he shared about his experience in this new series that I've put together. Really beautiful experience. You can go listen to his, his interview later on. But I will be starting that up again at the end of September. So if you're interested in diving deep into your own journey, your own story, and sharing space with others for their own healing journey, uh, I encourage you to to go over to my website, phoebeleona.com or nomadalwaysathome.com to find out more. And we have some other things in the works too, including my Movement 109's facilitator training. Uh, that will be happening also at the end of September. So we'll have more information at the website and here next week. Uh, we're still kind of working behind the scenes for all of those. So let's go ahead and for now sit with Jean Marie. All right. So I'm here with Jean Marie again. Hello. So hello. So we we um, sat. I was just trying to think it was about a year and a half ago that yeah. we sat here the, and, and talked the last time. And, but we go way back. Yes. Um, it's like also thinking about God, how many years have we been in each other's lives? I think it's oh, like early. It was, you were doing the training thousand. with me when, Five? when your dad first resurfaced, you were doing, I don't know if it was 200 or 300 hour. That was a 300 hour. Yeah, that was in the midst of the 300 hour. But yeah, I, I know you way back when, um, I think yeah. it was like 2005 or four or something like that. Yeah, like maybe right when I first started teaching full time, right? Yeah. yeah. So we have a long standing mm -hmm. relationship as teacher, my mentor, yeah. friend, and yeah. and now we're going to dive into something new that you're doing today. So uh new that has evolved so something new so you know everybody has had their own experience of this whole pandemic right mm -hmm. and Jean Marie had her own personal pandemic as well so oh good I can't wait you know, to hear about it <laughs> I'm in Virginia now and around a week before the lockdown started I went up to see my mom and I I went up to see my mom because, you know, my husband and I needed a little bit of time away from each other. We need a little bit of space. Yeah. And, um, and sorry, your mom is New Jersey, correct? New Jersey. Yeah. And 
I went up to visit her and I brought my cat with me and um, who had just had some dental surgery and she was older. And that was literally a week before everything, like the shit really hit the fan. And yeah. within that week, I remember my brother calling and telling me uh, because he was very connected with the with the business community in the city and basically told me that he thought that there was going to be a lockdown starting the following week and so what was going to be maybe a week or two of getting some space turned into two months of being being with um, my mom up in New Jersey and yeah. at one point I had to my my poor little baby girl she she I had to put her down because she just was failing and suffering and um, you know that whole thing of, of bringing bringing her to the vet and having to stay in the parking lot and go over to yeah. a tent where you know and losing and so that the separation from from um, my husband and you know we're all good now but and also the losing of our sustainability you know there was no more teaching yeah and online and even then it was it was a fraction of the teaching that was available so I really got to this place where especially I think after I put sweet girl down I just I I just went to this place where I was just like I, I just let go of everything. You know, I was like, I have lost everything. I feel like I've lost everything that that I could hold on to and was doing. And so if that's the case, then then what do I want? You know, and I was talking mm -hmm. to my mom one day and and I said to her, I I feel like I'm at stage one again. I feel like I am in the process. I'm gonna be rebuilding everything. And she was like, well, if you are rebuilding everything, then what do you want to do? And I said, you know, I really would love to go back to Vedic astrology. I said, I did it a while ago and I played with it on and off for years. And I had some teachers and I had one teacher in particular and I had done a number of classes with him and I felt confident to do charts and I started doing charts and I was getting, you know, I was starting to get more fluid with it. And then life just kicked in. I decided to write the book and I wrote the book. And then after that, then, then like immediately Chris came full throttle into my life. And then I was yes, I remember doing, that. doing all of that stuff and moving and everything. And so I let it go. And, yeah. and I really felt drawn to come back to it because I felt that especially in this day and time, I felt like people could really benefit from it, that really benefit from the validation that you get from it, also benefit from the understanding that you get from it. There's so much self-knowledge that you get from the reading. And, um, and for some reason, I don't even know why I did this, but for some reason I had actually brought all of my astrology books and notes with me when I went up mm -hmm. to visit my mom. You know, it was one of those things. It was like, oh, but I have everything with me. So I just yeah. during two month period, yeah, I went back and I started um, dusting off my notes and and looking at the classes that I had done and everything. And I just I I started doing readings again, just for you know friends in the beginning like you, and then. I've been I've been getting a pretty nice steady stream of clients 
um, over the past okay. couple of months, which is allowing me to move deeper into my practice of doing it. Um, yeah. yeah, so that is, um, you know, and what's interesting about it is that I've always believed that, that everything that I've been doing would tie in at some point and I just didn't know how. And I was thinking mm -hmm. about it this morning when I was thinking about that we were going to talk. And I realized that I started from like the macrocosm and I'm working and I've worked back, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I did <clears throat> was I created the book. I created the book is Vibathon, Creating Your Life from the Inside Out, right? And that, so that was the first thing because I was interested in how do we create? How do we mindfully create? And how mm -hmm. does that... How does that work with the philosophies of yoga and everything that we, we had been studying and that I had been teaching for so long? And so that was the first piece, how we actually manifest in our life. But then I wanted to go a little bit further back. And I was like, well, all of those things that hold us back from mm -hmm. manifesting in our life, what is that about, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I toyed with the idea of going back to school and, and studying, getting a master's in psychology or something, because that's what I got my bachelor's in. And it's really fascinating. But I was like, no, that's not me. So yeah. <laughs> I went through, I did a training to be, become a life coach. And in the course of doing that, there was a lot of the kind of peeling away the layers mm -hmm. work that I was kind of interested in, but I wasn't really interested in being a life coach. I don't, um, it, there were things about it that didn't resonate for me. Okay. So, but it brought that work back another level. And I created an online program that six modules that allows people to bring with workbooks and everything that allows people to bring themselves through a deeper sense of understanding. So that was one step deeper. But then as I've started coming back to, to Vedic astrology, I've realized that that's the deepest level of it because mm -hmm. now it's talking about the, the karma that is being represented and, and played out in your life experience this time around. And so that is the, that is the absolute deepest level that yeah. we can go to. So now you have the opportunity, people have the opportunity of starting with the, the smallest um, microcosm and then building on that, how it affects who they are, right? Through the yeah. program and then how it affects what they're creating in their lives. Let me just close this. Yeah, um, that's, that's interesting. I love that you're saying it going, going from the macrocosm to the microcosm, but yet the microcosm is what you're saying is this astrology is like what's written in the stars. Yeah. Like it's go, it's this back and forth. Yeah. So what, so the thing that I think a lot of people are really interested in astrology, but they don't necessarily uh, maybe fully understand what it is. Yeah. And so what Vedic astrology is, well, first I'll just talk about astrology. What astrology, yeah. both Western and Vedic is the natal chart is a snapshot of the karma that is being meant to be released in your experience this time around. So we have three, there are three types of karma. People, when they talk about karma, they usually just think, oh, you reap what you sow, right? Mm -hmm. You do good things, good things happen. You do bad things, bad things happen. And that's um, a very tiny piece of what karma really is. So there are three types of karma. The first type of karma is the total pool of karma 
that you've accumulated over many lifetimes. So who you are right in this moment mm-hmm. is that karma. It's the, it's the expression of all of the energy and all of the activity and all of the experiences and all of the thoughts and all of the actions that you have done to this point in time. Yeah. Every karma has a couple of things. It has a quality. So for example, if you have anger is the the one that people can, you know, kind of viscerally experience easiest. Mm -hmm. So you have an impression of karma. And what that does is it creates an impression on your soul. It, It creates an impression on your causal body. And depending on how severe that anger was, how long that anger lasted for, and how, um, how intense that anger was. That is going to determine the lifespan of the karma, the intensity of the karma, and when that karma is going to be released, okay? okay? So in each lifetime, there's a certain amount of karma that its time span is up. It's meant to be shed. Okay. And what it does is it sheds through the experience. And what happens is that you are led to certain types of experiences. You're led to certain, um, certain personality traits. You're led to certain um, events that are going to allow you to have that karma move through. So some people have some really challenging stuff. Most people have challenging stuff in their charts as well as, you know, the good, you're going to be this kind of a thing. Yeah. And what that means is that that is karma that's going to be expressed in this lifetime and it's going to get you one way or another so if you think for example if you have in your chart uh challenges in your relationships and stuff and you're like okay well i just won't have relationships right (laughs) yeah it's going to it's going to get you in some other way yeah yeah. and what the big thing about it is is to understand your chart to understand the tendencies and the karmas that you have playing out in this lifetime because a couple of things first it allows you to understand when things are happening it allows you to cultivate presence so that when those things are happening you're not going into a fully reactive pattern and recreating those karmas Mm -hmm. and um and really from the standpoint of just again self-knowledge and understanding who you are and that there's a bigger there's a bigger picture at play and you still have free will and the ability to create in this lifetime which will lessen that karmic load as you're moving forward especially if you're becoming more aware and more conscious as you're doing it yeah. So you're 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 kind of saying that this pattern, this karma, will continue to show up in various ways. Like you said, the relationship. Well, we're maybe probably talking romantic relationships. Right. But if we would say, okay, I'm going to avoid it, it's still going to show up in our relationship with our coworkers or whatever in some exactly. way, shape, or form. Exactly. And it'll just continue to kind of bump up against it until it's been expressed out, as yeah. you said, and shed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it just reminds me of this when I was in my early 20s, I constantly got um, pickpocketed. Hmm. Like I had three or four times in a row and, and it was, we don't have to go too deeply into it, but I just remember that last time that it happened, it was like, oh, this is why it's been happening to me. I need to pay attention more. It was like a call out to be mindful of, you know, people taking things from me. 
Yeah. And, yeah. It, and then I, and then I never had that issue again. So it's, yeah. it's like that on a bigger scheme. I'm, it is, like, it is. Yeah. It, you know, it's, um, so I'm finding a couple of things. What I'm finding, number one, and it's the, it's the same experience that I had. Like I had my chart, the first time I ever had my chart done, I was 25 and I was, yeah. um, in a, you know, I was working and I was, but I was also trying to, um, get started singing and, uh, experiencing that and going for that. But I came from a very, you know, I came from a family. My dad was a very successful banker and everybody, you know, went to college and then went to into the corporate world. And that's what I was doing as well, but always felt very uh, kind of separate from that. And it wasn't when mm -hmm. I had my chart done the first time, it, it not only blew my mind, but it also kind of changed my life because it, it had all over it. It had creativity all over it. It had music mm -hmm. It had all of these things that it was, it was, um, it allowed me to experience some level of validation to the things that I was keeping, um, not, not hidden, but I was, I was feeling like, uh, a very much of a, an outsider, you know, and it just, it allowed me to understand myself more. And as I've, as I've moved forward with my life and experienced more with the charts and, and understanding them, I can see that everything that has happened has led me to exactly where it is that I'm meant to be and will continue. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just, again, it gives, it doesn't give you a path. It doesn't give you, it's not predictive. I mean, it is predictive actually because of the tendencies, but it's not psychic. It's not anything like that. It's just, yeah. it's, it's science. It's philosophy, but it's science too, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, like you said, you have free will. So these sort of patterns will continue to, sh it, that's the science of it is they'll continue to show up until it is released or it's to revealed in your case of the creativity that was hidden. Yeah. So, um, but we can continue to repeat it and maybe yeah. carry it through our next life if it wasn't yeah. shed, right? Because if you, because the way that you recreate it is so say for example let's take that example of anger because that's the yeah thing, right so yeah you have this karma that is being that is meant to be shed its cycle is over it's meant to be shed it's anger and so what happens is that it comes back through your experience as an experience of anger so somebody yeah. gets like you say to me you say something and it's my time it happens to be my time for that karma to shed Right. Mm -hmm. so you say something to me and I get angry to trigger you and that. Yeah. To trigger that. Right. If I don't react to you, if I don't recreate another expression of anger, then that will dissipate and that will be mm -hmm. released. But if I do react to you and get angry, then that cycle recreates. So okay. I've just created a new impression of anger. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 So it's like putting it into, um, yeah, it's like, okay, that's, it's reinforcing it. Right. It's like what your book is, Vibathon. Yeah. It's, you know, what is, what do you say? What you attract? I can't remember what you said. There's you like something. What you perceive, you receive. You receive. Yeah. yeah. What you perceive, you receive. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's kind of reinforcing that of, oh, and this is what we want more of. This is what we're going to attract more of. Yeah. Right. Right. And so some people can say, okay, but if, if I've got anger all over my chart, that that, mean, that just means I'm supposed to be angry. It's like, yeah, 
that means, and I get that, right? But yeah, what it yeah. actually means is that you have that anger that's going to be expressed in your chart, but it's up to you whether you're going to take the high road or not with that. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends on you because we can look at anger, like anger is an expression of Mars and that's on the lower form okay. of it. We can also look to the higher form of Mars and we can look to leadership. We can look to ambition. We can look to drive, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's, a, it's the higher expression of it. So we can look to the higher expression of these things that are in our chart and start to work with those things a little bit more. Oh, I like that. So it's yeah. kind of like the light and the shadow or, mm -hmm. the, or the higher expression yeah. or the lower expression. I like that, totally. saying those two. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you get heated up about something that's not working in the world. So you decide to be the leader and change it. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. Instead of being the, the people who Just are the into it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So wait, I'm actually curious to know how to, what brought you to this reading when you were 25, if you were kind of on this other path. That doesn't so sound. weird. This is a great story. This is a very yeah. great story. So um, I was, I had a friend and my friend told me that um, she had this, this astrologer that she, she loved and I had to go to and, and she was great. And um, so I got her number and I called and the, the name wasn't familiar, but the voice sounded very, very, very like a voice I had heard before. And so I left a message. And then this woman called me back and I hadn't left my last name and I didn't, and I knew her last name, but I hadn't left my last name. And so she called me back to set up an appointment. And as I was listening to the, to the message, I just, it just clicked to me and I called her back and I said, um, I don't know if this is Ginny uh, Duffy who used to be Ginny Polychrome, but if it is, this is Jean Marie Paolillo and that's really, really weird. Turns out that it was the, <laughs> the mother of my best friend from high school. I love it. Who had gotten, who had gotten remarried and had started, she had started doing, I guess she had started doing astrology a long time ago because I wound up going to her and I said, okay. And she wound up being, um, she wound up being the woman who really started teaching me. She taught me about Western astrology, but more importantly than that, she's the one who really kind of indoctrinated me into the understanding of the law of attraction and everything mm -hmm. that led to everything that I wound up doing. Oh, so that. that was, yeah, that was the, the first reading that I had. And then later, um, this was in my 40s. Yeah, it was in my 40s because it was pretty much right when I started teaching full time. And I started yeah. teaching full time at 41. And I um, had been studying with her and learning astrology with her. And then I started um, working with a man named James Kelleher, who is, um, I consider him to be my teacher now. And he does um, online classes and everything. So I started to delve in with him on that. But, um, but yeah, so again, I was kind of, I was kind of led to, I was kind of led to it in a really... Yeah simple beautiful way yeah I love that you ended up kind of back where you, your roots of your best friend's mom yeah. so what did so I'm curious to know so here you are 25 you get this reading telling you you have this hidden creativity and like bring it out 
And then right. 41 is when you started teaching at Yoga Works and, yes. and diving into that. So yeah. what, what did that time in between look like for you? Well, I sang for 10 years of it. I was yeah, I was, you I was did. Working, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew that, but I was... I was working in the corporate world and, um, and paying my bills that way. But I also, for 10 years, I was a professional singer in the dive bars of Manhattan. And I love I, it. Yeah, and I went from being a backup vocalist um, in uh, the first band that I was in, and I worked for 10 years. I worked straight through to the point where I had my own band with two other two other women and a horn section and a rhythm section. And yeah, so, you know, and I really did, I played it out fully when I, when I stopped singing, I was, I was really ready to, to be done with it. You know, I have moments where I, um, where I miss um, doing things like recording and stuff like that. Mm. But um, it really was, I, if I think I got out of it what I was meant to get out of it and mm-hmm. that it let me because I was very and I am an introvert but I was very introverted and I, I it brought me to a place where I wasn't afraid of being in front of people mm-hmm. you know and I wasn't I could um I could speak in front of people and and things like that which led really perfectly to teaching and leading trainings and stuff like that. And now yeah. to working more individually with people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I didn't realize, I mean, I knew that you were singing before, but I didn't see how it was actually like bringing you into the teaching piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Because it was very yeah. much, I remember, I remember when I first started teaching and being up in front of people, it had that very same, it has that very same feeling for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, yeah as an introvert and a lot of people will say to me but you're so good in front of in front of groups of people and it's like because because there's a desensitization mm-hmm. when you're an introvert the group of people isn't one person right yeah it's like it's it's so much easier for me to to teach i mean i've taught the the most people i ever taught i think was like 950 people yeah. and <laughs> you know and i had no problem with it but yeah. if you get me, if you get me one-on-one with somebody, yeah. I spend most of the time like, I, I, what am I supposed to say next? What am I supposed to do next? <laughs> Which is why I love doing charts. And I think yeah. that that's why I like doing charts so much more than I, I liked life coaching because I yeah. have something to offer people. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's much more about information that I'm disseminating for people. Yeah. That's much more comfortable for me. And you kind of sit because what you do is you get their date of birth and location and everything. And then you sit and do this research on your own yeah. and then you basically bring it to them and present it to them. So there's yeah. not like in coaching, it's a lot of like not predictable. You don't know what's going to happen in the session. Right. So you have to yeah. work within that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's the twiddling of the thumbs of what am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, well, um, you know, and yeah. so they have the, and then after they do the reading, after the reading, then they have the program available to them. So then they mm-hmm. can bring themselves through that next piece of self-development and the book. And I think that that's why I, I even wrote the book too. I think all of it is, I love to do, I love to do the research. I mm-hmm. love to do the work. I mean, I, I, when I get a chart, I just got one, to, I got another one to do today. And it's like, for me, it's like, 
I get a new puzzle. Like Chris, my husband, he loves to do the crossword. He does the crossword mm -hmm. every day. And I feel like this is my version of that. It's like I get mm -hmm. a new person to put together, you know? And, <laughs> and sometimes I know them. So like when I did your chart, I loved it because I, I know you. And, and I was like, uh-huh, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. But it's people who I don't know, it's so wonderful because I just, I start doing it. And then all of a sudden I start to get an idea or a sense of who they are. And mm -hmm. like, for example, I did a girl's chart yesterday and I'm not, I'm not divulging anything here, but, um, but she's young and yeah. kind of didn't know what, she had just finished school and didn't kind of know what she wanted to do or be or anything. And, um, she had some ideas and the ideas that she had were all I can say is they were absolutely validated by the chart mm. and she, and she left the reading feeling like she really had gotten an answer. She really had gotten some, some sense of direction as to a couple of different potential paths that she could go on and they all were exciting to her, you know, and that was as I was putting her chart together, it was that feeling of, of, oh, she's definitely, she's definitely this, she's definitely going to go down this path, you know, and there's always that moment in the beginning where it's like, what if she says it doesn't resonate, but there's yeah. really none of that because what this is, remember, we always bring it back to, it's the, it's the karma that's being played out through mm -hmm. a lifetime, right? So yeah. in the best sense, people are saying, yeah, 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 that's me, that's me, that's me. And that's great because that means that you're in the flow of your karma. Yeah. Right? If not, if it is, if somebody is saying to me, mm, 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 more often than not, as we get further into the reading, they will express at some point, you know, I've always wanted to do that, or mm -hmm. I've always thought about that. And it's like, okay, that's a little bit of a struggle against the mm -hmm. flow of karma, right? Yeah. So it's, um, it's fascinating. It it's is. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, I remember I have to, I didn't bring my notes with me because we did this back when I was in West Virginia, yeah. but I do remember having a moment of that, of it wasn't, there was one thing in particular that wasn't resonating. And I think it yeah. was about the money that we were just yeah. talking about before we started. Yeah. I was like, I don't know where this is going to come from. Yeah. But, and when did we do the reading, Jean Marie? Like a month ago? Yeah, around a month ago. Yes. But I don't know. I mean, who knows the why, but there was something that highlighted that for me in the reading that opened me up to that possibility. Yeah. And then as I was sharing with you yesterday, yeah. um, what you had said that I didn't quite feel resonated came to me. Yeah. And yeah. it is, it's almost like turning that light on and noticing what you're rubbing up against. And right. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, you know, there are things that play out earlier on. There are things that play out later on. Um, oh, let me talk a little bit just so that people understand, because what we're talking about is Vedic astrology. And yeah, I wanted to ask you about yeah. the difference. Yeah. So Vedic astrology is the astrology that's attached to the limbs of yoga. Um, and it is the, it's the Eastern, it's Eastern astrology as opposed to Western astrology. So the, the main difference that people, uh, should understand is that Western astrology is based on the seasons. 
So for example, um, Virgo is always from uh, August 23rd to September 23rd, and that never changes. But in reality, since around 285 AD, the earth has been wobbling on its axis a tiny bit. And so it's actually been shifting just a tiny bit. And so the planets in the sky at the time of birth have actually shifted. So I am in, the, in Western astrology, I'm a Virgo, but in Vedic astrology, I'm actually a Leo. So most people find that their sun sign moves back one. Some people not, but for most people, they do. So that's the biggest difference between um, Vedic astrology and Western astrology. The other things that, that I uh, particularly like about Vedic astrology is the first thing is that each of the signs is divided into threes. So it's like 13 degrees each. Okay. And each of those pieces of that sign are ruled over by what's called in Vedic astrology a nakshatra, which is a lunar mansion. So it's, it's ruled over by this piece, and that's what we go by more so. And it gives a ton of symbolism and story and a lot of richness to the chart. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is that there's a ton of different charts that I can run for people in Vedic astrology. I can run a chart on career. I can run a chart on, um, on uh, relationship. I can run a chart on the home, on kids, on everything, after I've done a natal chart for them. Mm -hmm. And um, we also have what are called uh, planetary periods. So you have a planetary period, and that is a period of time, and it runs anywhere from like seven to 19 years where that planet's work is kind of highlighted for you during that period of time. So there's okay. a lot of, there's a lot of stuff. Is it, is it better than Western astrology? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that at all. I think that there's benefit to both of them. And I was, mm -hmm. when I was doing Western astrology, I, um, I found that the readings very much resonated with people. Absolutely. Um, I just, personally have been drawn to this practice, you know? Yeah. Um, and for both, for both Western and for Eastern, it is that snapshot of the karma that's being represented for you this time around. Yeah. I, yeah, I really enjoyed when you did the reading, there was, there were stories within it that I don't necessarily get, have gotten from my Western. Yeah. There was, I can't remember the names, but you were talking about, two spirits on the moon am i correct mm -hmm, mm -hmm. can you speak to that i really there's love the, that the story north and south nodes of the moon yes yeah. yeah and there's the north and south nodes of the moon in western astrology too they use that as well there's, but you had this beautiful yeah, story around it the story, <laughs> the story is so the north node of the moon is called rahu and the south node of the moon is called k2 mm -hmm. and the story goes that the north node of the moon is um i'm sorry that Rahu was uh, obsessed with becoming a god, wanted more so than anything to become a god and was gonna do anything that he could to do so. So much so that he disguised himself and he went to the circle where all the gods were and he sat amongst them and he found the nectar of the gods in the center of the circle. And so he, um, he went and he drank the nectar and he started turning into a god. And as he started turning into a god, the sun and the moon realized that he wasn't a god and they cut, cut his head off. 
So <laughs> the north node of the moon is the headless body. It's that part of us that is, it's the part of us that's fascinated with things. It's the part of us that can also be obsessed with something or addicted to something or do something compulsively. But it's also where our, for most people, where destiny may lie. So it's what we're moving towards. K2 is the south node of the moon and K2 is the headless body. So it's, no, it's the bodiless head. So it's that part of us that is detached. It's the part of us that is more, um, that is more able to let go of things. It also represents that part of our life that it's easy for us to achieve or to get to. Um, and where we can spiritualize things. So these are just, those are just two pieces of the, um, of the work. But yes, when you hear it through story, when you hear things through story or you hear things through symbol, it can make things a lot easier to grasp. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's one of the things, again, especially about the nakshatras that I really like about the nakshatras because they give story. They give a, they give a, a ton more symbolism than yeah. we would have otherwise. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what you were saying before in terms of your, we do the natal chart, but then if you wanted to do something more specific like your career path or your relationship path, you could do that. Is that something like if you were to do the relationship path, would that be like you just generally, or would you do it? You could do it like, are these two people aligned and yeah. do their two paths yeah. there too? Yep. So both okay. of those, both of those, um, I, you know, you can do just looking at somebody and their tendencies in relationship. Mm -hmm. And then through both, through doing comparison charts and also through doing uh, work with what's called the Navamsha chart, then you can look okay. into tendencies for a partnership there as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now you're doing these, these readings mm -hmm. and then there are these other two amazing programs. I'm always, I'm very fortunate because I was sort of your guinea pig through yep. all of these. Yep. Yes, <laughs> so I've, I've experienced them all on yeah. such deep level, even before the book, there was a whole mm -hmm. other step in, in person. Yeah. And that's right. My God, you were, you were there. You are my guinea pig. I know. You your really are. Pig. Yeah. Your little vibing guinea pig. Yeah. 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 I did the, the workshop. I think there was one more right before I, I met you that you did, but yeah, I did the in-person and we had journaling, like we had little journals and emails. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but so you're kind of looking at this now as we start with the Vedic chart to see what these karmas are. And then we use these other resources. So can yeah. you talk us through like what that, what that is and what that looks yeah. like. And I already know everything in terms of yeah. what they are, but. So, so right now in complete, in complete transparency, everything is very, yeah. I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the uh, vibing portion of how I'm going to kind of just rebrand all of these. So they all work mm -hmm. together, meaning yeah. specifically the program and the book, because they're all very, they're, together they work really well together but they're kind of disjointed not, there's not a co cohesive look and feel to them yet that's really yeah important. 
So, okay, so somebody comes and they, they start with the natal chart. So they get that really good sense of the karma that's being expressed through them this time around and um, what uh, they have to offer or, or an understanding, a deeper understanding of who they are. Then from there, and for, for this period of time, I don't know how long of a period of time, um, maybe the next month or so, anybody who gets their chart done with me will be able to go through the program free of charge. And so next step is to go into the program. And the program, part of what I need to reformat is that the program was designed for women in midlife transition. Mm -hmm. But it really, and you can speak to this because you did it, it really can apply to anybody. Absolutely. You know, yeah. It very much is about just uh, allowing you to, to find your, <clears throat> to find your values, to find, to, and to, to kind of establish your values, to find your purpose, and then to move towards that purpose. Yeah. So you take first the work of the chart <clears throat> and understanding that. Then you move into this program and it's a six module program and each module it's completely you go at your own pace. Each module has a little bit of videos that describe what the work of the module is. Then it's got a workbook attached to it that you can download and you can do at your leisure and then moving on to the next module. And towards the end of that module, you actually set not only intention, but you, you start to do the work of what is the book, which is the Vibathon, Creating Your Life from the Inside Out. And that's a 28-day program of meditation and what I call present living, um, being really cognizant of how you're thinking about things through the course of the day that allows you to work towards manifesting the things that you actually have decided that you want to manifest in your life. Mm -hmm. So we go from an understanding of you as who you are and why to what it is you think you might want to do with that to actually creating that. Mm -hmm. So it really is kind of from start to finish now. I love it. I, I mean, yeah, I've done all of these component parts in mm -hmm. different periods of my life. And I swear, I mean, I still go back to the Vibathon book and, and every time I do it, ma magic happens. I mean, I know I'm showing up and doing the vibing, but it feels like magic is happening because yeah. it's, every time um, I can tap into it a bit quicker. You know, it was, a, it was hard work. I think that first time I was vibing on dancing again. Yes. Dancing. And it yeah. took me probably like a year to get that paying gig again. You know, it, was, yeah. it came out of retirement and mm -hmm. showed up for auditions and everything. And it was really frustrating. And I remember the thought patterns that were coming up that I was recognizing and mm -hmm. not knowing how to get over those hurdles. But now that I return to the book, it's like, oh yeah, I remember this, and yeah. they're just beautiful I mean, we do, tools. We do until we until we move away from the practice. I mean, I mm -hmm. forget about it. What I, <laughs> you, I think I told you it was maybe what was it a year ago? Now the book, I published the book. I self-published it, and I did that in 2013. Mm -hmm. So here we are, seven years later, and I think it was maybe just a couple of months ago, or maybe mm -hmm. a year ago that I kind of looked at my book and I was just like, yeah, maybe I'll read it again. And I read it again <laughs> and I did it. And as I was reading it, I was like, this is good. This is really good stuff. This is wrong. I should read Somebody this. Somebody should tomorrow. do this. Yeah. Yeah, I should do this. And 
you know, we're human beings. And so yeah. we, we, you know, we move towards things and we come away from them. When we move towards mm-hmm. things, we come away from them. But I will say that the more, the more you do this type of work, the more seamless it appears to come and mm-hmm. the less time it takes you to get back into that. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's it. I think that that's it. Because even now, even through, you know, when I, when I first started reading charts, I was, I was nervous because I'm always nervous about how I'm going to, you know, make a living doing stuff and everything. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I, it has been a really smooth flow of people just finding their way to me through people, mm-hmm. you know, which is what I had always, which is what I had always vibed on. I'd always vibed on um, having people find their way to me instead mm-hmm. of me having to, yeah, yeah. you know, um, cause I'm lazy. And I, <laughs> I need to talk to you more about that because I'm sick of going, uh, everybody yeah. come out. Yeah. Well, and you know, and that's, this is, this is, I think what it comes down to is because I, I remember having this talk with a lot of people, especially in teacher training, especially mm-hmm. new teachers and them being nervous about how do I get out there? How do I do my thing? And I always gave them the example of who I was because you, as you know, I am um, morbidly afraid of getting out there and promoting myself. It's not something that I'm comfortable with at all. I'm comfortable doing things like this, but I'm not yeah. comfortable getting out there and, you know, putting something on social media and saying, Hey, look at me. Yeah. And, um, and so when I was, when I started teaching, now when I started teaching, I left the corporate world and I went from making six figures and having an office and an assistant and all of that to barely making five the first year that I was teaching. Yeah. Right. So, so, but I, I just kept on doing the work of honing my craft and just teaching. I didn't worry about the marketing piece of it. And even as I started uh, teaching trainings, I still didn't do that. I didn't market myself. I didn't promote myself. I just did the work. And I have found in my life that when I am just being loyal to the craft that I am looking to do, that somehow... I get the work. Yeah. When I get when I get too uh, focused on the pressure of trying to get myself out there instead of connecting with individuals, mm-hmm. that's where I personally find that I lose my path, and that might just be because I am um, more in line with the fear of being out there than anything. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So it could yeah. just be that I am still in that place of needing to um, re-identify my relationship with being out there. Yeah. Well, and, and it makes sense. Well, it just makes sense because you're you define yourself as an introvert too, and and right. going inward and doing the work and you know your self study and and the research as you said and and then putting it out there 
as opposed to kind of the outside of attracting people outwardly going out going out and then yeah. kind of having the work there within it so yeah I can see yeah. that I can see just how you are you know claiming that that introvertedness yes uh yeah, yeah as you're using it in your favor for that yeah, yeah. um so but I I do want to say because yeah as I was saying there are three there are three component parts I think that they all work really well well, you yeah. were talking about the what are I can't remember the name of the program. Are you going to change the name of the program? Should we not? Even mention it's it? going to be. It's kind okay. of changed right now, but it's basically okay. creating your life from the inside out. So okay. that's that's that. And then I think, you know, I've had people say that I should change the name of the book from Vibathon, but you know, it's been that for a really long time, and. Yeah. So I may be changing the name of that, but that's not going to happen anytime, anytime soon. So yeah, the program, the program is creating your life from the inside out and it's the, okay. the actual uh, pieces of it. The modules of it are, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The, the program is probably going to be um, creating the blueprint for your next act. Okay. Yeah. Because all of the modules are kind of playing the, geared yeah. towards that. Yeah. And then the book will be Vibathon creating your life from the inside from out. Inside out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I think that they work so well together as they yeah, are. I know that you're probably marketing wise, like you were yeah. saying, it kind of is visually, I remember visually it was, you know, very feminine looking and, yeah. But so, but really the content that is there, anybody could really do, as you said. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to just, I do want to um, emphasize that because yes, I am a woman in, in a transition always, yes. but I, I did feel that it was very accessible to anybody who was just any yeah. kind of transition in their life. You were, I think you originally were talking about, you know, like empty nesters or, but yeah. I could see, you know, it, I did Vibathon when I was going through my divorce right. and that was a huge transition. I could see it, you know, your 25 year old self. Doing actually, it. I actually, the, the, uh, women that I'm doing who are the readings I'm doing, who are people in their twenties and stuff, I'm actually sending them to it as well. I'm telling them Good. to just, you know, not listen to the stuff about being in your forties and everything. And just because, because you're yeah. right, you're always in transition. Everybody's always in transition and yes yeah. and as there's nothing um i don't think that there's anything in you know and all these things are going to be like i said they're going to be reworked a little bit and they're going to be rebranded a little bit um, yeah. so that it's more it's more um unisex or or multi-sex or whatever it is um so that is, but I just, I don't want to hold off on that while I'm trying to figure out what that's going to look like and yeah. keep the benefit of the work away from people who are interested in it, you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 I, I, I love all of them. <laughs> I love everything that you create. That's right. I'm a, a creative genius. Yes. You are a creative, you are a creative genius. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that it's, you know, and it hasn't, it's only been within the past maybe month even that I've started mm -hmm. to, because I had an idea that all of those pieces could work together, mm -hmm. but I think that it's only been, um, 
very recently that I've started to really see that there's a seamless flow to it. And you could do it the other way too. People could vary because mm -hmm. it's like how you did it, right? You did the book first, mm -hmm. then you did the program, then mm -hmm. you had your chart read. Yeah. You know, so you can go from the you can go from the macrocosm down to the microcosm, or you can go from the microcosm to the macrocosm. Yeah. You could do, you could do the program. You could do the program first, and then yeah. do the others. You know. Yep. So it really is. There's not. There's not one process that I think um, is the necessary course of action to take. Yeah. 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 I did all three of them in the course of maybe 10 years or maybe more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So what are, so I'm just curious to know, um, what are you doing right now? So people are coming to you for, for the Vedic reading. And then you said right now for the next month, when they do that, they do that. You're, you do their chart. They're getting the program. Yes. Is that correct? Is that what you were saying? Okay. Yeah. And all I ask is that they just keep in touch with me while they're doing the program and let me know how it's going, you know? Okay. And, yeah. um, so that's really what I'm, that's really what I'm doing right now is I'm just working on, um, on doing as many charts as, as I can and mm -hmm. um, starting to connect with people that way and starting to think about how I want the, um, the program and the website and everything to kind of look and feel and and because the structure is there the content is there it needs yeah. to be maybe edited a little bit so that like i said it's it's more um it's for everybody but and maybe to um no really the content is there it's just a matter it's just a matter of the look and feel really yeah, right it now, really is. It's, it's really pretty right now. So it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not off putting at all. And it's everything, everything works. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's all functional. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's just a little bit of tweaking of things. Yeah. Um, and it's something and the all three of them are things that you can revisit too. You yeah. know, I was just saying to you today, oh, now that I've had a little bit of space from the reading a month ago, I want to go back and read my notes. Right. See how things have, how yeah. have my, how's my perspective shifted and changed a bit? And, and then how, how is, how has my life changed because of that? You know, cause I am seeing things differently. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and the book, I just have gone back. I think I've probably worked through it three or four times at least. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I use it. I, I, I think I shared, I use it and I was using it in the 300 hour teacher training and uh, you came and you, yeah. and you spoke yeah. about it. And I was yep. just mentoring one of the girls the other day, Lori, who I don't think you met, mm -hmm. um, but she has your book. And I just said to her in our mentor session, I said, it's time for you to go back to the Bible-thon. Yeah. yeah, and it is. You <laughs> she know, said, I know. Yeah, it really, it really is. It's just, it's a matter of, um, it's a matter of just, just starting. Yeah. At any point, it's a matter of just starting. It's a matter of just deciding that, that you know, because it's it's really it's deep work but it's really good work and the benefits mm -hmm. the benefits just continue to to play out you know you yeah. don't the thing with the vibathon is is that the first time you know you really you're really doing the work of it after you've gone through it maybe two 
maybe two or three times, it turns out that it's just the way you start living. You know, it really does become just the practice. Yeah. And I think that, um, and I think that that's, but then again, like I said, like I said, and then you come back to it again and you see things differently, right? Because You're ready for something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like that other karma to shed in a different way. Right. To be expressed, as you said, in a different way. You're ready yeah. for that. Yep. That next layer. Exactly. exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. So anything else before we talk about how to find you and how to no. sign up? There's something I'm letting else. my hair go gray. Can you see? I can barely see, but nobody on the podcast will no. see. No. But yeah, you look yeah. beautiful. Oh, thank you. No, I decided that was <laughs> That's another thing, pandemic 2020, baby. I just was yeah. like, you know what? It started coming in and I just, I said, I was like, I, how long are you going to go? And I was like, I'm just going to see. And, you yeah. know, my husband is a little nervous and he, <laughs> he has his moments, but I just, I kind of, I never had a problem getting older and I kind of feel like I'm, and it has been in my chart that I am a late bloomer. It is a chart. Mm. My chart is very clear. It says that I'm, I really come into like my time and my shining and everything later on in yeah. my life. And that's exactly where I am right now. And what's really yeah. interesting too, this is another interesting thing really quickly. So I'm in my Saturn period and I'm in my Saturn period until um, 2016 and Saturn is a good planet for me, but it's really about challenges and obstacles and delays and pressures, but it's also about actualizing your dreams okay. and your work and everything. And I was having a really hard time for, I would say the past even couple of years, even as I was creating things. And um, I just came into my Mars sub-period, which is all about drive and ambition and energy and stuff like that. And it's only been a couple of weeks and I cannot tell you how different everything, like my own drive and my own ambition. It's like I've suddenly gotten out of my own way or something. Ah, yes. is, yeah, that's exactly how it, that's exactly ah. how it feels. It's just kind of like, you know, like, boom. Yeah. So that's you're um, not hitting your head against the wall anymore. Yeah. 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 Oh, congratulations. I can't wait for that goes. period but, of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the yeah. other, that's the last. Okay. So that's the last thing that's, it's interesting. It's just interesting to know when these things are coming up for you and transits and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, good. So yeah, and so how how are we going to sign up for this? So, I'm ready to do my I'm ready to do my chart again. Yeah, I'm trying so, to think of like, do I want career path or a relationship? Maybe I'm doing all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just um, you know, people can get in touch with me through through just my email right now. So okay, Marie J E A N M A R I E underscore nyc like new york city at me and e.com yeah and i will put that in the show notes too so they have a direct link yeah that's good so they can hear it if they're driving they can yes. say it in their mind and tell me that you you came through nomads so i know where you yeah where you came from yeah yes yes and we're starting our uh circle for healers and you're kicking this new program off mm -hmm. so we're doing a, a feature 
-hmm. of I'm calling, I'm just using the umbrella of healers. Yes. Because this is part of like a, the healing that we're coming here to do to, yes. for our karma. Absolutely. So you're, you're kicking off this new program of ours. We have a healer of the week and we're featuring you. Yes. That's beautiful offering. And also the, the other programs that you have under that umbrella. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to share more of you out in the world. Thank I'm you. like your number one fan always. As long as you yeah. do, I don't have to. That's great. I know. That's what I feel that that, well, that is one of my strengths. And I remember you saying that in, in my chart of, I was, I'm very much somebody who is service oriented, community oriented. Yeah. And so I have embraced that of, you know, I, I, that is something that I don't know if it comes natural to, to me, but I enjoy it at times at times <laughs> I go through it I think it comes naturally to you because look at everything yeah. that you've done with with nomad yeah look at where you were even before that even the stuff that you were doing up at beacon before you even even started doing the nomad stuff right. I mean you very much you very much went out there and created and it was creating in community and in service to the community and everything so yeah that's very much a part of who you are the group right? yeah yeah I, and I, I just wrote a note to myself. What did I say the other day? Cause it really speaks to what you were just saying. I write things in my notes. Um, and then I forget them. Yes. Oh, I'm the voice of the quiet ones. That's what yes. I said. Yes. So the people like you who don't want to really get out there cause you're so introverted, you need to, you want to, but you, um, yeah, you're, you're introverted and you don't want to put yourself on social media, but I'm the voice for you. I'll go out because I've had the experience with you for so many years mm -hmm. um, in so many different ways. So many, all of your beautiful offerings of yoga teaching as well as all of this too. Yeah. And so I can go out there and speak for you and yeah. bring the people in. <laughs> well, what you're doing is exactly what you're doing with this podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. You're the ringleader. Yeah. So, Perfect. so yes. I know. So I'm so grateful for you and what you're bringing to this world and thank you. And our, yeah, our relationship, our friendship and yes. that I get to share you with people. Yes. Yes. I love so, you. I love you. I love you too. Yeah. So cool. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, I think everybody should get their reading with you right now. I <laughs> Please do. You will love it. Yes. You really cool. will. I, it's just, it's an incredibly validating thing. It's a really wonderful thing to do for yourself. I think. I think so too. I mean, so many lights have gone off from that mm -hmm. and I've already have done a lot of this work, but yeah, I'm, I just, I'm like I said, I can't wait to go back and read it this month, this week when I go back and then a couple like months from now too. Yeah. I go back to look at the notes that I have from the other programs too, the, mm -hmm. the coaching program, but, and also my five fun. And I always see how, things transpire that I didn't even realize I was doing back then because yeah. of it. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Phoebe. Yes.